Butler, Cranberry, The Rock Station, 97.7. The Grassroots Show, Sunday nights at 7. Brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. You found The Grassroots Show here tonight. Welcome to it here on The Rock Station, 97.7, presented by... Shady Lady Productions. We talk local music, spin some local music, and usually visit with somebody local in the music scene, one of those members of the music scene, and, well, head honcho at Shady Lady Productions, Mr. Utah Burgess, sitting on the other side of the table tonight. Good evening, Utah. Good evening, Bob. Another uh, great week here to talk about some local music, a lot going on in the uh, scene, and uh, Shady Lady, very, very busy. I was just talking to some people that uh, had an opportunity to attend the last event you had at the 11th Frame Music. You know, it's the 11th Frame, but the music uh, get-together that you have a couple times a month. And uh, they were going, man, they were, they were, the guy and his wife and kid were bowling. And uh, they keep hearing this music coming out of the 11th Frame. And they're like, wow, that's my kind of music. They're hearing some you know, classic rock kind of stuff. I'm like, you didn't know the name of the band. I went, was that villain? He went, yeah, that's it. That's it. I said, two big guys, twin brothers that play bass and get, yeah, they, they. I said, that's the Climo brothers. Yeah, the, you saw the band villain. Man, they were fantastic. So, see, it has an effect. Cause of, so, guess what? When they were done bowling, made their way over and they watched the band for a while. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, every uh, first and third Saturday of the month, the 11th frame, local live music series. Just ran into the Climo Brothers last Sunday for uh, Kate Adderman's graduation party and uh, hope to get them back in as well. And they said they are working on some original music too. So As the band villain? Yes. Yeah. So Good. I was really thrilled to hear that. Yeah. They got a, man, they got an amazing talented group of musicians. So that'll be fantastic. And congratulations to Kate, recent graduate uh, from IUP, and uh, yeah, they had a little celebration for her over the weekend. She's, yeah. of course, uh, one of the vocalists in Parabellum. Yep. So. Yeah, it was a good time at uh, Heroes Bar and Grill. Ran into a bunch of people, a lot of musicians from the area. So it was just a good way to spend a Sunday. I was at the opposite end, uh, end of the county uh, on Sunday and uh, stopped by a facility to have some dinner with some friends and uh, yeah, saw the uh, lead singer of the Borstal Boys. <laughs> Mr. Mark Ponsonby. Yeah. So, yeah, musicians all over the all, all over, over the place, crawling huh? all over the place <laughs> like rats. <laughs> That's right. Of course, you got a lot of other stuff going on, including the one of the, the marquee shows of Shady Lady Productions for what seventeen years now, Southern yeah. Fried Rock going, Show, going back to all the glory days at Peter B's. Uh, started in two thousand six. That's the Southern Fried Rock Show. Yep. And uh, well, that's now moved to the Freeport Event Center. So okay. we'll be uh, holding that there on February fourth. Featuring uh, Dinner Bell Road, Halfway Down, Noble Hops, and uh, Strung Over. So funny little story, too, connecting to Peter B's. Uh, I talked to another couple over the weekend, and they were, uh, they said they were uh, down Pittsburgh area, came back up 28, heading up 356, and they were like, well, let's cut through and go through Saxonburg. So they come down, all of a sudden they come over the hill, and they see the Red Barn. And they were like, oh, remember that place we saw a great band there? And they saw that there were cars all over the parking lot. They're like, let's pull in there. And they had no idea that it's no longer Peter B's. They go up, they go to walk in the front door, and they see all these people dressed up in Texas, Texas and such. Here there was a wedding going yeah, on. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, oops, we didn't know it was closed. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a wedding venue now. But yeah. Back in the days, that place <laughs> used to rock. Oh, yeah. well, it, uh, it, the original host of our 
now infamous and failed television show. <laughs> I wouldn't call it failed. We won two telly awards. Well, we did, but so. we failed to continue on. That's, well, you know. I think we got dumped, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Somebody finally got smart, I guess. Well, you know what? Now you can go to a music from the 412 and, uh, and, and watch it 24-7. A lot of great stuff going on there. I've had a chance to uh, our our uh, little interview episode. It's funny how things get dated sometimes, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, kind of scratching my head through some of that. But it was uh, <laughs> it was fun nonetheless, and good exposure. And uh, Jay Wiley's performance on that was just yeah. stellar. Wow. And of course, the Redlines crushed it. You know, I, how much I, I really love those guys. Jason is he's one of my favorite guitar players. That that, that guy just knows. It's just note choice and just the way he plays them notes. I just he yeah. thinks I love it. Marvel, yeah. And they're, they're continuing on. New stuff continuing on right now. I mean, they just kicked this off on New Year's Eve. And if you haven't checked it out yet, they've got 13 weeks of different programming happening. So, you know, our episode, you're not going to get a chance to see that again until after, you know, like week 15, 16, 17, you know, when they start to repeat shows. So, I mean, they've got this all, and then they'll use the next few weeks to rebuild the next season. And, I mean, it's pretty awesome the way they have it planned out. And by then, we may be into the fifth or sixth ownership change. You might be. I don't know. <laughs> That's another story for another time. Another time. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank the Meat Locker Recording Studio as well, being a part of our show here tonight, along with your local office of the United States Air Force. And, well, don't forget as well, kids, Band Jam tickets are now on sale. You can get your camping reservations. I've talked to a bunch of people that are already on the horn and have yeah. reserved their spots. And, uh, you know, you can get your tickets now for the uh, big uh, late weekend in August. Uh, it'll be basically the 24th, 25th, and 26th, the 25th and 26th being the hub of the weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm, we're kind of just lumping it all together now, although it is free to come out on that opening day, Thursday night, and check out the singer-songwriter in the round. That's more for um, people who still don't know what the hell we're talking about. Come check this place out. Come check Cooper's Lake Campground out. It's a, it's a phenomenal facility. And see what we got going on out there. And hopefully you'll decide to get a Band Jam ticket and come back for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, and it costs you $25 for the Band Jam ticket itself. That's good for the whole weekend. Uh, I mean, it's not per day. It's yeah. 25 for the weekend. Now, uh, to come out there and stay, you got to reserve your spot. You'll pay to be on the grounds. That's through Cooper's Lake. That's a whole separate deal. But it's 25 bucks to come see the music for the whole weekend just to be on the grounds. Yeah, and in today's uh, world, um, that's pretty cheap still. I think we've been locked at that price for, for half of our existence right now. So you can't, you can't beat that. Ten plus years. Yeah, you, can, you, you just can't uh, beat that. All that all that great, incredible local talent for $25. Oh, and kids 17 and under are free. Absolutely free. So all weekend. You got a, a family of eight. Yeah. Well, only the two parents really got to pay if they're all under 17 or under. So yeah, it becomes a nice weekend away. So, and you're, you know, you're out in the outdoors. There's a lot to do. They could bike, they could, you know, you could bring a kayak and throw it on and you could just have a fun time exploring we're just sitting on the hillside in that beautiful amphitheater setting and enjoying the music. We've always got vendors out there. There'll be food. Uh, you can you know, wheel in your own uh, beverages if you like. There obviously will be the beer tent, I'm sure, again this year. So you know, there's just a lot of activities that surround it, and we look forward to having you out there. Thebandjam.com is the website. It'll tell you everything you need to know. And uh, we'll be announcing the artists who will be performing soon. We'll be starting to drop that ball. That's all underway right now. All right. We've got a uh, gentleman named Donnie Yozo who is in the studio with us tonight. He's going to play a couple of tunes live, and he's going to talk to us about what he's up to. He's got some uh, new material that he's working on, a new collaboration as well, and 
he's very active in the local music scene, has been for a long time, and uh, even has a, an open mic night. We'll talk about it, and we look forward to visiting to Donnie. But we're going to get to a couple of other tunes before we get there. Yeah, let's throw on, because uh, Black Ridge uh, recently dropped a brand new uh, album, and we're going to have to get them on to talk about it. They did a phenomenal CD release party. You were down at it at uh, uh, Next Door Cafe down at End Stuff Music. So here's another uh, song off of the, uh, the new album they just dropped called Rock Steady. We'll throw that on. All right, we're going to dig something out that's new but old. If you go back into the 80s, there was a great Pittsburgh band called Action. We've played them on this show here before. We're going to have to get uh, guitarist Aaron Lazari on because he has done kind of a revamped look at the band and has done his first solo album that he's just released uh, in the last year. But he plays every instrument. He produced it, everything on his own. And uh, here's a cool little ditty that kicks off that album called Lights, Camera, Action tonight from Darren Lazari's Action. On the Grassroots Show, following Black Ridge, the rock station, 97.7. Rock steady. 
to go, rock steady. Rock steady. Are you ready to roll? Rock steady. Rock steady. Are you ready to go? Rock steady.
The Meat Locker Recording Studio in Butler is the area's number one recording studio. When you work with the engineers at The Meat Locker, your next song, album, EP, or demo will be of the best quality anywhere. Use their great-sounding live room, vocal booth, and new 24x24 drum room. They'll mix it together with the industry-leading program Pro Tools. Plus, if you need musicians, they have the talent you need. The Meat Locker Recording Studio. With your talent, they'll make your music rock. Call 724-283-4529 or visit MeatLockerRecording.com. The Geibel Funeral Home, 201 East Cunningham Street, downtown Butler. Chad Geibel, the fourth generation, a name synonymous with professionalism, compassion, and dignity ready to help families during difficult times. Geibel Funeral Home has been serving the community for generations at the corner of McCain and Cunningham Streets. Chad Geibel suggests that you look into prearrangement so that during the most difficult time, the need for major decision-making has already been completed. It's one of the most thoughtful things you can do for those you love. The Geibel Funeral Home. Call Chad Geibel today. <coughs> Hank, what are you doing? I'm smoking. <coughs> Meats and cheeses. <coughs> At least I'm trying to. Why would you do that? If you want quality smoked meats and cheeses, just go to Bros's Superette. Bros's Superette will do the smoking for you. I'm heading there now to pick some up. Well, while you're there, pick up some Bros's homemade soup. Leave the smoking to the professionals. Bros's Superette, high on the hill and right on the price. Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on the Rock Station 97.7. We appreciate you tuning into our local music show here tonight on the Rock Station 97.7, presented by Shady Lady Productions. This segment being brought to you by Cummings Candy and Coffee Service, with four locations to serve you here in the Butler area, and, well, their staple location for over a century in downtown Butler. Pretty amazing stuff. Also, a big thank you as well to Chad Geibel of the Geibel Funeral Home at 201 East Cunningham Street in Butler. Long-standing institution serving Butler community needs for four generations now, thanks to Chad Geibel and the Geibel Funeral Home here in Butler. We are visiting with a very familiar voice, a gentleman who we haven't had a chance to visit with in a little while, but he's been on the show before. Donnie Iozo is here. Donnie, good to see you on the show. Good to here. see yeah. you guys, man. Yeah, you've been. Uh, it's a pleasure and honor. Busy and, uh, and yeah, keeping active, and of course doing uh, doing some open mic stuff. Yep. It looks like it's been pretty successful well, down at the Lindor well. Hotel, yeah. especially when Utah shows. I've, up. I've happened to pop in a couple <laughs> yeah. times, and it's a very um, very inviting to to anybody. So I suggest if you want to hop up and get a chance to play in front of a crowd that uh, welcomes it, yes, yeah, it's, it's a good opportunity. Crowd. Yeah. Yeah, every, every I mean, I've not had a chance to be down, uh, but the videos that I've seen, some of yeah. the shots, people are into it. I mean, the the, the crowd seems yeah, very, very supportive, and every genre, every every age, every level. Yeah, you know, there's some amazing. You guys know more than anybody. There's so much amazing talent, and it still amazes me to this day. Like somebody will come in, like Megan Pennington and Tyler came in one day, right to, toward the end, and they ask if you know they could play and play on guitar. I'm like, you know, you never know. Mm -hmm. They got blew me away, you know. So it's never, it never ceases to amaze me how much, just just so much talent that you just. Then there's people that are trying to get started and stuff, and that's mm, good for sure. that too. Yeah, very supportive. Very, very there's a guy like eighty six years old or something yeah, that comes yeah. out all the time. Yeah, wow. Jim Snore or something. Like that. Yeah, three. Yeah. 
And he just loves it. He's a good old boy. He comes in there, and he's just the sweetest guy, you know. Yeah, gets a, gets a chance to perform. So when are you doing those? Uh, is it a particular uh, Every other Wednesday? Wednesday. Every other Wednesday. So, well, I would have just done it this last Wednesday. Okay. Which will be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next would be probably the first Wednesday of February, okay. second or third. All right. All right. Come on, on And then what time do you guys uh, uh, pick 7 that? to 10. 7 to 10. Yeah. So. And anybody that wants to come down, I mean, this is a yeah. great opportunity, whether you're well-versed in the music scene or not. I mean, this is how a lot of people get their start. Yeah, it's amazing. Figure out whether or not they can do it. You know? There's been a lot of a lot of bands have come from just, you know, getting together at open mics. You know? Yeah, yeah. Of course, you uh, have been around the music scene, uh, not only here in western Pennsylvania, but out to California. This is my proof. <laughs> <laughs> the gray beard. The white beard. Father Time White, yeah. right? Yeah. God, you be honest. <laughs> Yeah, of all the times I ever going to grow a beard, and it's like I waited till it was Father Time White, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, how long have you been doing music? Uh, probably like 42 years now. Wow. Yeah. And well, uh, maybe even more than that. Oh, yeah, because I started 47 years. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up on the 50th. I'll be 62 this, uh, yeah. this year. <laughs> so you got involved very young. Was it uh, the, the neighborhood? I mean, you guys jumped into a band, or how did that start? Yeah, there? it just started like where uh, I was. I lived on the island, mm -hmm. and uh, I would just, I got a guitar, of course. I've always wanted to play guitar, because in my mind, I was going to be big as Elvis Presley. Bigger. Bigger. Well, he didn't have impersonators back then or anything, but yeah, so, so that didn't quite up, but yeah, I've had a pretty good life. Here you are on the grassroots show. Yeah, I'm on the <laughs> grassroots show. Elvis was never on the grassroots show. <laughs> my mom was show, alive to see that. me now, you know. <laughs> I made it, <laughs> Yep. You know, Elvis never made the cut here. That's right. The, yeah, no I did. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, and was it Elvis? I mean, you were you were, were you an Elvis fan? Or well, who, who he was, was probably the, the first person that I was really, like, you know, I was, I would come, I had three sisters, two of them were older than me and my mom. I'd come down at 11 o'clock at night, like 10 years old, and I would see them watching an Elvis movie. And I just watched his charisma and mm -hmm. everything. I'm just like, oh, and all the girls all around, I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. I can do that. <laughs> and I've always had the creative, like, you know, writing and, and singing and stuff. So. so that came pretty naturally early yeah. on for you? Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say you wrote your first song? The first time I got a guitar, I started you know, learning a couple chords, and I was writing before I even knew chords. Wow. And one of the songs that's on my Just a Little Bit Crazy record, I yeah. wrote when I was like 16 or 17, called Death for Life. Okay. Yeah. I remember that, that's yeah. It. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't record it until yeah a few years ago. but Yeah. Still. So you've had this that. stuff lying around for a long yeah, time. Yeah. Like a lot of times it just will flow through me, you know, I'll get an idea. Yeah. And just... And it just happens for you, man. That's the, you know. the sky opens up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when did you leave this area? Um, 82. 82. And I came back in 93. Okay. Yeah. So you went out and 11 years. took your shot for a while out there. Yeah. We're in a couple of different acts, but we've played a band called yeah, Pleaser. Pleaser. And, and there was a band, called, a little heavier one called Dirty Tricks. And there was like three or four other bands that I recorded with or wrote mm -hmm. for, but, you know. <laughs> you were out there during that time period where it got yeah. crazy, huh? I always think it was the greatest time because, I mean, right whenever I moved there, it was like the Chili Peppers were just won an award for being the best local artist. Wow. And uh, it was Yes Festival, okay. and that was Motley Crue was still kind of, you know, that was kind of crazy. And before I ever even got a job, I got into a band. It was called Killer Candy, but it became Pleaser. Okay. P-L-E-A-Z-E-R. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, before I even had a job, I was like sleeping on floors and, you know. Living the lifestyle. Living the life. Yeah. <laughs> Did you attend the US Festival? 
No, I didn't. No, I just yeah. moved out there. I remember okay. seeing it. Just kind of like how I keep things in a memory and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, but it was uh, it was a crazy time to be out there. You know, you know, you've you've seen the things where the we'd get like two thousand flyers. And, and we'd all have a stable gun to go up to Hollywood. <laughs> and he'd be putting them over like people like, uh, well, Poison came after we, I, I got out there. But, you know, clipping them over like Rat and, you know, my crew and everything. And then someone would come along from them and put it over. <laughs> Quite a battle. Yeah, it was the, a uh, telephone Millions ball. of, yeah, flyers. That thick, you know, yeah. two inches thick. I know you, uh, in some of your music that, that I've listened to, you know, you've referred to different places, the yeah. Troubadour and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you get to play some of those places? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, all the places out there, like the Whiskey, the Troubadour, Gazaris, I think it's burnt down, um, uh, Rainbow. But uh, the Troubadour was my favorite place to play, like one of my songs, um, because, you know, it was such a pay-to-play atmosphere back then. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, hey, if you want to play with Great White, can you sell 200 tickets? Yeah, we can. And they gave us tickets. They were like 10 or $15, but we ate a lot of those. I've never been good at selling my own tickets. So I got to get better at that. But yeah. So, you know, we'd go, yeah, we could do that. You know, just to get on the bill. Cause you know, you, in your mind, you're going to be the next one to get signed sure. and all our friends were getting signed. And, yeah. 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 And that's what you had to do. I mean, it, yeah. it was the luck of the draw. Yeah. I mean, the, I think one of the great stories surrounding that is Quiet Riot. Quiet yeah. Riot. When that's Randy the, was they there. were like the big band whenever yeah. in 82. They were like the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it took forever for them to, to break. This is Kevin DeBru. <laughs> what, 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 what's, uh, of, of those bands, you share the stage with any of them? I mean, there's certain names that popped out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. played with out Great the... White. Um, played with, you opened for, well, we played with Great White a few times. Uh, Black and Blue, Armored okay. Saint, um, wow. Leather Wolf. I don't know if you yeah, oh my gosh, it. yeah, Tr- triple guitar attack. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they were kind of like stuff. doing the Iron Maiden thing or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That would have been fun, man. It was, it was. Yeah. From what I remember, there was a lot of good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's well, that is a true thing though too, because like, so, I remember in like '85, people we played with a band called London. You might have heard yeah, of them. Before. Yeah, And the, the manager came over and said, "You guys were really. We played before them. You guys were amazing." And I'm like, "Thanks." People were coming up to me and going, hey, man, you were, like, on fire tonight. And the sad part is I don't really remember it. That's pretty sad. When you get to the point where you're that intoxicated that you don't remember some of the yeah. – could be – so you got to kind of start thinking, oh, mm. man. Yeah. I want to remember something. Like right. <laughs> <laughs> then you get to be my age and I go, ah, I remember little spots. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> So you return back to to this area, yeah. and you've stayed very active in in uh, yeah. music, and you have a new little collaboration. Yeah, I do. Um, we have a little three piece, uh, Johnny Costa on guitar, bass, vocals, everything. He's a very talented guy, um, and uh, Frank Bear on the drums and percussion, and we're called Slightly Suspicious. I like it. Yeah, that's that's, that's a cool that's catchy it, name. Yeah. So. Just a kind of a fun three piece. We do everything from like Johnny Cash to to Alice in Chains. Um, we throw in, what we try to do is we try to do a lot of favorites, but we throw in like little clips of uh, like Judas Priest, um, ACDC, Metallica, just like little, you know. Sample. Yeah, yeah. with acoustic version kind of. So. Pretty neat. Yeah. Pretty neat. You're going to play a song, uh, and uh, it's a very, I'm sure, very personal, very uh, special song mm-hmm. uh, that you wrote about somebody very, very close to you. And you've referred to this in past yeah. uh, visits with us, especially when we were uh, talking to you about releasing your your latest album right um and uh give us a little background of that you're going to do it live in the studio here okay um so whenever i was writing the just a little bit crazy record yeah um my girlfriend kathy had just started really like bizarre behavior uh cognitive issues uh hallucinations 
taking her to all these specialists. Well, she finally it led to a grand mal seizure, and where she was just like completely, you know, like, I don't know how to describe it, but like in a seizure for like 24 hours, mm -hmm. you know. And they lifed her down to uh, AGH in Pittsburgh, or is it Allegheny General? So yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, so when she was in the seizure, they didn't know how bad her brain was seizing. It turns out that she later was diagnosed. This was in 2015 or 2016 uh, with a form of encephalitis. Um, which wasn't very well known up until like 2007 and started kind of being known. Her particular case is called voltage-gated potassium channel autoimmune limbic encephalitis, and it's, that's the form that she had. I know, sad that I can say that. But anyway, when she was in that, they didn't know how bad her brain was seizing and everything. I went down there, and I, you know, you sometimes take something like that, and you realize, wow, yeah, I, I really love this girl. I mean, I, I had been married for 22 years, and I was never going to get married again, never going to fall in love again. I realized, wow, you know, when you get to something like that, and uh, I wrote that song. <laughs> it's wow. called uh, um, Kathy's song, uh, "Lost Without You." So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you're gonna do it live in the studio yeah. tonight. This is Donnie Yozo here tonight on the Grassroots Show on the Rock Station 97.7, streaming as well 977rocks.com. Shining brightly in the sky tonight. I cast a thousand shadows when I'm wrong, I'm right. And all I want to say, I'm never gonna fall in love again. Please don't ask me why. You're never gonna see me cry. Believe me when I say, you're never gonna fall in love again. But I love you so. Oh, baby, I think you know I'd be lost without you So lost without you And time and time And then time again I was sitting by myself Don't need nobody else But then I just can't win There's a cool breeze that's blowing tonight I try to hide my feelings keep them out of sight and all I want to say I'm never gonna fall in love again please don't ask me why you're never gonna see me cry believe me when I say I'm never gonna fall in love again but I love you so oh baby I think you know I'd be lost without you So lost without you Mirror on the wall Tell me what you see You can't run from something That was always meant to be A mirror, am I wrong? Always the answer up above I'm never gonna fall, I'm never gonna fall, never gonna fall in love. No, 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 no. I'm 
don't ask me why You're never gonna see me cry Believe me when I say I'm never gonna fall in love again But I love you so Oh, Kathy, and now you know I'd be lost without you
Candy and Coffee is one of the oldest businesses in Butler. It's been in my family for over 117 years. That's almost as old as my dad. Hey now. Just kidding. My dad is amazing. He makes many of our products in the shop, including chocolates and old-fashioned peanut brittle. He even roasts our Main Street coffee right in the front window. I love getting chocolate at the holidays. I bet your employees would too. Consider Cummings for your corporate gifts, but you better place your order soon. Whether you need a coffee, a sweet treat, or a hometown gift, Come on, on down, down to Cummings, Cummings. Candy. candy and coffee. Oh, you kidding me, man. Clint Kittle's coming in here from Speed Freak Motorsports again. Come on! What up, Klein? You Clint, done with my commercial yet? Uh, Clint Kittle, how the hell did you get in here? Security! I just wanted to make sure that you're letting everyone know. Now's the time to get your bike to Speed Freak Motorsports. Now's the time to get your bike to Speed Freak Motorsports for tires, oil changes, and end-of-the-year maintenance. And it's the perfect time for bigger projects like performance upgrades, custom paint, fab, and more. Call Speed Freak Motorsports today, 724-712-6285. When you join the United States Air Force, you don't just get a job. You earn a great living, too. Starting something new can be daunting, but joining a supportive community like the Air Force can help. The Air Force works hard to make sure all of its airmen and their families enjoy the highest quality of life, from healthcare facilities and recreation activities to schools and shopping centers. Every base has everything that you need to find a comfortable work-life balance. So much more than a job, the Air Force offers everything you need to be your best self, both inside and outside of the uniform. Contact me, Staff Sergeant Giva Berseno, at 724-787-3436 to learn more about how you can join. The Grassroots Show, Sunday nights at 7, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. Welcome back to our Grassroots Show here tonight on The Rock Station, 97.7. This next segment being brought to you by Broses Superette, high on the hill and right on the price, corner of South Main and Rockenstein Avenue, also Speed Freak Motorsports in East Butler. Donnie Iozo is with us here, and you just heard a couple of songs. Donnie performed a, just a beautiful song uh, that is called Lost Without You, Kathy's song, and that is in Thank you. honor of your yeah. uh, lovely girlfriend. And try to bring Kathy. a little bit of awareness to encephalitis, which yeah. is probably more prevalent than people think. And, and I appreciate that because, as you know, and, and I, I love you for this, that you reached out to my, my sister yeah. who's uh, going through this as well. And it's uh, beautiful. It is um, it's devastating. It is. It really Absolutely is. devastating. So I've appreciated you for oh, that absolutely. very much. Absolutely. It's kind of just kept our bond even stronger, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. How's she doing today? She's doing good. She's doing good. Um, she had, uh, she has good days and bad days. So she tries to come to some of my shows and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I've but, seen her uh, around about. Yeah, you know. It's, it's good to see. Good yeah. to see. Yeah, good days, bad days. But we all have that, but I mean in different sure. forms. But yeah, hers is a little more. Yeah. Yeah, right. She's had a pretty rough time, but she's she's a warrior. That's good. Well, that's a beautiful song. And then after that, we heard a recorded cut called Yesterday's World. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that song. Give us a little background. Um, it was uh, my uh, father that raised me until I was 11. He was 100% disabled from the Korean War. And he had multiple sclerosis. He was, you know, had it pretty bad. And uh, he wasn't the nicest guy in the world, but you know, he uh, he always had this this sign down in his off uh, his garage that said, um, uh, "Don't like." Or wait, what was it? Oh, just when I found all the answers, they changed all the questions. So I kind of, uh, and he always used to listen to two songs all the time. You know, he would just sit there in the chair, listening to Eddie Arnold's "Make the World Go Away," and uh, um, the guy from. Roy Clark, uh, yesterday, 
Okay. So I called it Yesterday's World. Is a tri- it's kind of like a tribute to sure. Yeah, my poor yeah. dad, who I found out wasn't my biological father, but that comes in long. You have to read the book. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a very interesting. It, book. it is. Cool. I started with my kids. From the from the Night Stalker from to this story. Yeah, you know I don't think half people will believe all of it, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's tell that story again because that's a fun one. Because I mean, it even made the paper. Oh, and geez. I think I don't know if that was before or after your visit. And you told us that. Uh, no, this was just this was just a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you had told us that story. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker. Yeah, yeah, you came across this guy. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> might have been you know it might have been the Dateline episode. Donnie Yozo yeah. solves the. <laughs> well, no, you know what? Do you know what happened? Um, so I'll make it real quick. Yeah. So me and my guitar player, we were uh, we had a, in Pleaser, mm-hmm. and this was, was 1984. I think it was December 12th. We had tickets to a Crocus Wasps concert at the Long Beach Arena. Okay. So right after practice, you know, he had a white Toyota with a you know white shell pickup. He had his Marshall in there and his white Les Paul that he still plays to this day. Amazing guitar player. Jim Rock. I'll just say his name. And so we go to the concert. We're there. Well, one thing led to another. We ended up getting kicked out of the concert because, and actually, he got dragged up the aisle and I got soccer punched from the uh, Long Beach football team that were working security that night. Yeah, They thought we didn't have the tickets because we were standing in the highway uh, or in the aisle. Anyway, we get drawn out there and we get there and one of our little roadies says, hey, did you leave your dome light on in your truck? We can see like a figure. So we all three go running toward the truck. And I grabbed this guy that was by the by the back. It must have been the lookout. And I threw him up against the truck. And he's he couldn't speak any English. He just kept pointing to that guy. So we're all running to the guy, all three of us. We both had, you know, I'm running with blood coming out of my mouth from, you know, from the getting <laughs> sucker punched. Jim's kind of all, because he got dragged up the aisle. Oh, man. So we get out there and we get to the car and... We're chasing him across the Pacific Coast Highway. So the little roadie, he was like a 16-year-old kid that used to help us roadie and stuff. He gets there first, but when he gets there, this guy turns around. This guy gets tall, thin, mm-hmm. turns around, and then my guitar player gets there. Oh, cocks him, let's see, right right here. Okay. Hits him in the eye, you know? yeah. Knocks him down. Then I get there, and I do one of these. I'm going to do one. He's his buttons. He had a button-down shirt, and all his buttons popped up, and he dropped back down to the ground. You know, I went like that. And then I heard a, a, a voice say, hey, the dog don't know who the bad guy is. And I look up, and there was a, a police officer coming with a dog, you know, and we all jumped out and pointed to him. The weird thing was, was they put him in the car. He never said a word. And I just, I didn't think much of it. He's probably about my age mm-hmm. at the time. And they put him in the car, take him away. Well, about, then, we, you know, this Night Stalker stuff was going on, and I think it was in August of 85, so you fast forward to that. Um, my guitar player calls me up one day, because it was always on the news. Hey, did you see they got the Night Stalker? And I'm like... Yeah, I said, I did, that guy. And he goes, you know, that's the same name of the guy that, that night we, you know, cut that guy trying to suck her. And I'm like, well, there's a little, probably a lot of her, not to sound, you know, but yeah. probably a lot of her merit, Richard Ramirez. Right. Sure. So, and I go, I don't know if he looks familiar to me or if I'm just, you know, you know, imagination. Didn't think much of it, but always kind of kept it in the back of my mind. When my kids, I've always shared all my stories, you know, growing up and trying to use lessons and stuff. And uh, my son, my oldest son lives in California. He's a computer consultant, and he has a degree in a forensics, you know, okay. computer forensics. So anyway, he did. He he called me up one day. It was uh, I think it was two or three years ago. They were having this big thing on Netflix. Yeah, and it became the real big thing sure. again. Right. So my son calls me up and goes, "Dad, what night was it that you?" <laughs> You know, you guys did that. You get, I said, uh, I don't know. I said, I asked Jim. Well, Jim keeps all his ticket stubs. Okay. So I called so him in California, it. and he, got, he looks it up. He goes, we were at the Crocus Wasp concert. It was like December 11th or 12th. I can't remember what, 1984. 
And then Sean says, Dad, you're not going to believe this. So he sends me the mug shot of Richard Ramirez, the one you always see in the blue yeah, shirt. Right. Next time you look at that, the buttons are off. <laughs> his face is jacked up in his nose right there, right? So I'm like, what? And he goes, he got arrested for trying to attempt to steal a car on August 12th, 1984. And that was the only – so what, what really comes into play was then that night he that, – that we, you know, mm -hmm. they call him – that was the mug shot that finally – because they had mug shots going around that didn't even look like them. Yeah. But the day they put that mug shot up, when they finally had a fingerprint. They finally got Yeah, because they didn't have the, finger ba the fingerprint sure. base back then. Right, you know? right. Yeah, I mean, so now it's they, And there was eight Richard Ramirez, so they had to go through each one. Wow. Yeah. So that was part of I the process. That kind of tied me into it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, kind of neat, huh? Donnie Yozo, our local I hero. I had my hands on a nice dog. <laughs> How about that? Just crazy stuff. I heard you guys on one of those shows said, the night stalker. Oh, the phone thief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Yozo visiting with us here tonight, and uh, so it sounds like you've uh, you know you're kind of right up my alley. You you have a passion for some of the the old hair bands and the hard rock, and, yeah. Absolutely. You know some some great shows that you've seen, yeah. Especially seeing them out in Cali, that would yeah. have been cool. Yep. Yeah. Did right. you have a favorite back then? <sighs> Outside of Pleaser, <laughs> <laughs> um, I you know I liked them all. I didn't really. Uh, I kept thinking we were like going to be the next one. Well, I really liked Ronnie James Dio, and a yeah. friend of mine that was trying to be his uh, manager took me and got me a VIP pass. That was doing a, a double concert in Santa Monica, right mm -hmm. Civic Center, and it was a band called Rough Cut, who Wendy yeah. Dio was managing. Okay, I think the singer's name was Mike. Okay. I heard there was. Some stuff going on yeah, there. Paul, Paul Shortino was part of that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and Dio, and he was kind of yeah. coming out with his solo stuff. And okay. it was a double show, and I had a VIP pass, so I got to meet a lot of people that day. Nice, that night. nice. And some of them were sad. I mean, Glenn Hughes was upstairs. They were all partying and stuff, and but beautiful voice. I mean, it was amazing. Just up there, everybody, every room you went into, you know, they had like the dressing rooms. Yeah, that was a pretty cool night for me. That's cool. That's right after I moved there. Yeah, yeah. 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 So when you were growing up in this area, were there any local bands that uh, kind of caught your eye? And, and uh, you thought, mm, I, I played in a band called Stringer. We used to play at the Anacue and okay. Meridian Inn. All these places yeah. either gone or changed their names. Sure. Meridian, Anacue, uh, just, yeah, a lot of places. We there, did pretty good. There, there was quite a scene around yeah, there, the it was. area. I mean, we were playing three or four nights a week. Yeah. And, and yeah. I remember the Friday night trek. Always, we always called it the Friday night trek. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you had bowled a leg up at uh, – B&W Lanes, so oh. Giuseppe's would have bands. Yep. We'd hit that. We'd either go down 422 to the Anacue, yep. or we'd go out to Meridian. Meridian or Crossbow. W, w or... Ricks. Yeah, you'd stop the Crossbow on the way yeah. through because <laughs> they had country acts yeah. going on there. Yeah. But you had, uh, you, know, you had the Meridian Inn that always had a you know, great yep. act out there. You know, the Ribbit uh, down at the, the Ribbit, South Fire yeah. Hall. Oh, so yeah. There was quite a, there was quite a neat, I mean, and everybody was having bands yeah. all the time. Every, was, every, like three or four nights a week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you're kind of seeing that now with the the breweries and such, yeah. and you have your gig yeah. going on at Lindora Hotel. So that's yeah. that's really cool to see, and they've got such a great upstairs too. Yeah, yeah, and then night, uh, like I said, uh, slightly suspicious. We're starting to do some yeah. some gigs and stuff. I know. saw you've been playing even over in Elwood City. And yeah, stuff. we just played there. Yeah, the guy just uh, texted me at two o'clock in the morning. Hey, you guys want to try it? come back again? And yeah, I got. Well, I checked with the guys, of course. Yeah, yeah, so cool. Slightly suspicious. We'll keep an eye out for us. Not totally a hundred percent suspicious, but yeah. slightly enough for you to slightly, keep an eye on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that cost the dude, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that right Johnny there. Cast, yeah. Uh, John, John JC three, I like to call. Him. Yeah, so. everybody loves Johnny. But every other Wednesday, too, Johnny. <laughs> you can check uh, Donnie uh, having the uh, open mic night out there, and uh, still have copies of your CD that you can put out. I mean. 
mean, people want to get your DMs. I mean, I get the last ones, but I should put some of the pleaser ones out because. Everybody seems to like that one. Well, of course, we didn't have CDs then, but I had, when I first moved back here from California, I had the reel to reel. Yeah. And I took it out to a guy in Grove City, and he put them on CD for me. But it was, you know, back then, those, those reel to reels, they go age real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like they get brittle and man, you go, yeah, you know, so. and, you, and they lose quality yeah, yeah. over time, which was a bummer. Right. Especially if they've been dubbed over. You know, yeah. You know, if you try to clean it up you know, and the, the different sessions you'd have. So. Yeah, well, that that would be cool. Yeah, we'll have to you, know, you do that. Yeah, we'll do that. Give us a shot. So. Okay. <laughs> hey, we've got a couple more tunes you're going to do with us. Oh, okay. Uh, including a live cut that you have just written here uh, recently. Was a couple right. Yeah, was it right it's before it's the been pandemic? A few years. Yeah. yeah. I was saying earlier, whenever I wrote this song, I was uh, playing somewhere in Rob Keller, who we all know, yeah, admire and respect, and of course Utah Burgess sitting next to us here. And they were both happened to be there, and they both kind of gave, I think you did, they gave me the thumbs up. So they were laughing anyway, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep playing this one. So this is called Thinking About Drinking. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you say this has connections to Cali a little bit? This has connections to my whole life, all the way yeah. from the 17. Is, okay. They're pretty based on true stories, you know? Okay. Yeah, unfortunately. But uh, I was trying, you know, sometimes I write, you know, as a songwriter, and you tell, tell you, you know, sometimes you write, you're inspired to write something like love song or something, mm-hmm. a message. It's fun to write the funny ones. And I'm like, you know, it'd be too easy to write a song and make yourself sound like a badass, you know. <laughs> I won this fight, I won that fight. But, boy, when I think about all the fights, I've really had my, yeah, that'd be funny, you know. <laughs> so I thought, oh, I started writing that one. They just poured out of me. I probably could have put 15 more into the verses on there. Oh, it's, it's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, there's even a little bit of a Roger Miller uh, lead vocal in there, too. Oh. Lead guitar vocal. Oh, yeah, Roger Miller was a specialist in that. Oh, yeah. For this time of the day, I guess. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, think about that, folks. Uh, he's you know doing this live in the studio at 930 a.m. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I got up at like 530 this morning so that I would have my... Uh, 9.30 voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the life of a musician. Yeah. And then we're going to spin one of the Pleaser songs, too. Oh, yeah. We're going to toss That's out. That's fine. Here. Yeah? That's fine. So, good stuff. Always good to chat with you, Donnie. Oh, uh, yeah. I really, yeah. really always have a great time, and I love you guys' show, and everybody out there, keep on supporting this radio station. Yeah, well. And support the Grassroots Show, Shady Lady Productions, Mr. Bob Cup. Uh, maybe I should, you know what, we should have a show sometime. And I'll interview you guys because I bet everybody would love to. Well, they're more about it. They they tried that in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. It it got a little deep. Donnie, always good to see you, man. Thank Keep up you. the great work. We appreciate much. you sharing appreciate your talents with us. Love you guys. Us. Man, I really do. Donnie Iozo here tonight on the Grassroots Show, The Rock Station 977. Semi autobiographical. Well, I was drinking late last night in a bar past my bedtime. I got into a scuffle, a young man just in his prime. I jumped up in his face, I said, you got something to say? Maybe next time I'll have the good sense to walk away. I was thinking about drinking, maybe I should never drink again. But I've had my ass kicked at least a hundred times As far back as I can remember when When I was 17 I had myself a fake ID Off to Youngstown drinking it was just the boys and me Six shots of tequila, a couple pitchers of cold brew 
counting all my stitches ended up with 22 remember thinking about drinking i swore i wouldn't ever drink again but thinking back just had to laugh i've had my ass kicked at least a hundred times since then Playing at a club at 21 in San Pedro The bouncer had decided it was time for Donnie to go I said, hey, Mr. Tough Guy, we'll tell you when I'm through Still on crutches two weeks later And my face still black and blue I was thinking about drinking Maybe time to leave it in my past But I've had my ass kicked this so many times I knew this probably wouldn't be my last Check it out A nightclub out in Garden Grove Where all the rockers go I was feeling kind of cocky Drinking shots and doing blow I stumbled to the parking lot To do just one more line When three cops from out of nowhere One jumped me from behind I was thinking about drinking Well, I've had my ass kicked this so damn many times I knew this blah, 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 wouldn't be my last Woo. Hey, please don't misconstrue All I ever do is lose and never win Hell, maybe next time, son, I'll write a song About all the fights that I won that I was in But until then, look out, here comes the lead <laughs> The Troubadour in Hollywood, my favorite place to play I showed up to the gig one night, I'd been drinking wine all day I told this very pretty girl I'd show her a good time But her six-foot-six jock boyfriend, he had something else in mind I was thinking about drinking, maybe time to leave it in my past But I've had my ass kicked at least a hundred times And I guarantee that that wouldn't be my last So cheers to all my drinking brothers I'm sure you can relate We've all had our asses kicked before And can't appreciate But if you try and tell us That you've never lost a fight Cheers my friends, just keep drinking This just might be the night you might We've been thinking about drinking Maybe time to Between us, we had our ass kicked thousands of times, and we guarantee that this won't be our last. I've had my ass kicked so damn many times, I guarantee that this won't be my last.
Bros' Superette is well known for having the freshest meats in town. Whether you're getting beef, pork, or chicken, or one of their famous ham loaves, try their kielbasa, smoked meats, homemade soups, sides, and a variety of ready-to-eat selections. There's no doubt you'll be back for more. Located at the corner of South Main and Rockenstein, Rose's Superette, high on the hill and right on the price. The Geibel Funeral Home, 201 East Cunningham Street, downtown Butler. Chad Geibel, the fourth generation, a name synonymous with professionalism, compassion, and dignity. Ready to help families during difficult times. Geibel Funeral Home has been serving the community for generations at the corner of McCain and Cunningham Streets. Chad Geibel suggests that you look into prearrangement so that during the most difficult time, the need for major decision making has already been completed. It's one of the most thoughtful things you can do for those you love. The Geibel Funeral Home. Call Chad Geibel today. Whoa, honey. You hit it so hard. Really? Is it bad? I mean, it's pretty bad. Oh, man, I really thought I was good. Clearly you weren't. It's time to call Speed Freak. Speed Freak Motorsports not only does full custom paint and fab, they do insurance and body work, too. Winter is here, and so are the deer. Call Speed Freak Motorsports today, 724-712-6285. Time now for the Grassroots Concert Calendar on The Rock Station 97.7. On the Shady Lady Concert Calendar on Saturday, January 28th, the Mac for Jack Benefit comes to Lobby Hall in Freeport featuring basket raffles, Mac and barbecue, and live music with the Noble Hops from 6 to 10 p.m. On Thursday, February 2nd, Megan Pennington and Moonshine Jasmine are part of the Thirsty Thursday Acoustic Night at Liberty Corner Tavern, getting underway at 7 p.m. Friday, February 3rd, it's the first Friday happy hour at Lily's at River Forest Country Club, featuring Brian Genovese. Saturday, February 4th, it's the Southern Fried Rock Show 17 at the Freeport Event Center, featuring Dinner Bell Road, Halfway Down, The Noble Hops, and Strung Over. Doors open at 6. Visit FreeportEventCenter.com for tickets and information. And also Saturday, February 4th, the 11th Frame Local Live Music Series continues, featuring uptown classic hits from 9 to midnight with no cover and lots of Miller Lite specials. The Meat Locker Recording Studio in Butler is the area's number one recording studio. When you work with the engineers at The Meat Locker, your next song, album, EP, or demo will be of the best quality anywhere. Use their great-sounding live room, vocal booth, and new 24x24 drum room. They'll mix it together with the industry-leading program Pro Tools. Plus, if you need musicians, they have the talent you need. The Meat Locker Recording Studio. With your talent, they'll make your music rock. Call 724-283-4529 or visit MeatLockerRecording.com. Cummings Candy and Coffee is one of the oldest businesses in Butler. It's been in my family for over 117 years. That's almost as old as my dad. Hey, now. Just kidding. My dad is amazing. He makes many of our products in the shop, including chocolates and old-fashioned peanut brittle. He even roasts our Main Street coffee right in the front window. I love getting chocolate at the holidays. I bet your employees would, too. Consider Cummings for your corporate gifts, but you better place your order soon. Whether you need a coffee, a sweet treat, or a home town gift come Come on on down down to cummings Cummings. candy and coffee 
Figuring out your future can feel overwhelming when you're just starting out, but the United States Air Force can give you the support you need. With over 200 different career fields, there's a place for you to serve. Whether you want to provide health care to your fellow airmen, work on maintaining valuable aircraft, secure every base, or something in between, the Air Force can give you all the top training and education that you need to excel. You can also have a chance to travel all over the world while serving your country. A decision to join the Air Force is one that you will never regret. Contact me, Gabriel Berseno, at 724-787-3436 to find out more information. Now, back to the Grassroots Show, brought to you by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station, 97.7. We thank you for tuning in tonight. The Grassroots Show right here on The Rock Station, 97.7, brought to you by Speed Freak Motorsports, the United States Air Force, Geibel Funeral Home, Chad Geibel on East Cunningham Street in Butler. Bros is super at high on the hill, right on the price. The four locations of Cummings Candy and Coffee and the Meat Locker Recording Studio here in Butler. And our thanks to Donnie Iozo, who uh, was one of the voices you heard on a song that was done around holiday time uh, that was recorded at the Meat Locker Recording Studio. And I think Mr. Utah Burgess is also featured a part of that. Yeah, Small Town Christmas. What a great project that was. And, and uh, Jim Jim says he's got something else in the works. I hope we get to do that again. It was uh, it was just a really cool special day. Yeah. And fun time and great song, too. And uh, well, some of the music that you get to hear each and every Sunday night at 7 o'clock on the local music show, Grassroots, you will get to see live and in person when you come to the event that celebrates our show and celebrates local music and Shady Lady Productions. And that's the Band Jam Grassroots Music Festival. Tickets are on sale. Camping reservations being made now. The acoustic night in the round will occur on Thursday, August 24th. And then the rest of the weekend, it's music, music, music on the 25th and 26th out there. Yeah, and our good friends Lamatt Productions will be along again to help us make it uh, sound good and look good. And uh, looking forward to it already. I just... Uh... Hope, hope we get it's just a nice weekend. That's you know we just love that nice weather and just adds to the adds to the flavor of the event. Yeah, everything's nice and green at that time as we think about it here in mid January, and now pushing into late January already. Uh, it's nice to think about that green trees, warm <laughs> band jam. <laughs> We've got a couple of tunes before we go here tonight too. Yeah, and you know one of the things we do at the Band Jam is we give away a Grassy Award, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a new year, and uh, mm-hmm. you know we're, we've already jotting notes down about about this, and so you need to be paying attention to some of the music we're playing, and uh, calling and request it. You know you can do that quite easily seven two four two eight three one five zero zero, or just uh, front desk at bcrnetwork.com. Request local music. I really ask you to do that because we're going to go to Tyler and Jay and. And Tracy and ask them about, hey, you know, what, what you hearing from the scene out there? Who's requesting what? And they give feedback on who our nomination list is. Yeah. So you need to start thinking about because I'm already starting to think about mine. Mm-hmm. So, so I say we throw on a song called Chip and the Charge Up when they just uh, recently dropped called Paying Back the Devil. Yeah, well, here, here's my, see that right there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grassy oh, Noms, oh, 2023. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Band Jam List, 2023. Yeah, yeah see? But, uh, yeah. And I already see we're going to have a debate on one artist, so that's always the fun part, too. <laughs> Just shows you how good the music is. Absolutely. Hey, we're going to continue that after uh, chipping the charge-ups. Got a, a new uh, email uh, last week from the guys in Yiga Digga. Thanks, Chris. And uh, they have released a fun new song. I think you're going to dig this. This is pretty fun. It's called Jesse Gunn. And uh, I just saw literally uh, in the last 24 hours as we record this, 
that they had put a video together and released that so you can see a video for it. But these guys, we've had them on only one time, but um, they, they were really putting out some good quality music. Yigga Digga and their song, Jesse Gunn. And we appreciate you tuning in and supporting this local music, and I hope you'll get out and see it too because it's well worth the opportunity to sit back and listen and respond to it. It's local music via the Grassroots Show, presented by Shady Lady Productions on The Rock Station 97.7.
the best rock across all of western Pennsylvania WLER FM Butler Cranberry
There's a lady who's sure All that glitters is gold And she's buying the stairway to heaven When she gets there she knows If the stores are all closed With a word she can get what she came for She's buying a stairway There's a sign on the wall But she wants to be sure Cause you know sometimes words have two meanings In a tree by the brook There's a songbird who sings Sometimes all of our thoughts
Adults here.
Bowles and Mama, I'm so hard to handle now. Just around. Turn 